0: Greetings everybody. Sending out a warm welcome to another episode of The Right Songs You Love. <laughs> welcome one. Welcome all to the special anniversary edition of The Right Songs You Love odd cast. It is Halloween week. I love it. It is one of my favorite times of the year for many reasons. And we've got an extra, extra special guest today that is a returning guest. Those of you that have been following along with the whole series, you would remember that around this time last year, death came onto this podcast to share stories, to share for the first time Music that they released, and we had a, a really elaborate audience Q and A, which was fantastic. And I, I'm just so thrilled. Just a few weeks ago, Death just flew into the studio and just said, "Hey, it's time to it's time to make a new album." And I, I was just so overjoyed. There's nothing I like more than than producing songs with Death and uh i i'm delighted to be able to say that death has returned death is in the studio with me right now and we're going to listen to some new music today we're going to get in some more questions we had a ton of questions from the right songs you love community so i'm just so excited to be able to pose these to death and have a merry merry awesome halloween so I can't contain myself without further ado. Please welcome everybody, death.
1: Well, thank you, Michael, for the kind greeting and welcome. It's great to be materializing with you again.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I, yeah, I'm just curious. How's the year been for you?
1: Well. In your dimension, it's been a year, but I have the ability to move through many dimensions at will, and time isn't quantifiable in the same way. In truth, I never left the room. You sneaky bugger.
0: Well, <laughs> well, how come it's only recently that you dropped in saying you wanted to record some new music then?
1: I kept out of perception for your own good. Your consciousness wouldn't be able to handle that much of me.
0: Okay, fair. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, in any regard, I'm thrilled to be back in the room with you again, and I'm so excited for you to share about your latest musical endeavors and adventures.
1: Thank you, Michael. After releasing the When You're Dead EP and receiving such positive reactions to it from the astral planes of existence, it inspired me to once again look deep into the endless pit of my bones for something new to say, and here we are. (laughs) Well, awesome. So how about, or how
0: do you feel about sharing a new song?
1: I wouldn't necessarily say I feel anything ever, but I'm definitely ready to listen to a song. Why don't we start with, Ikebod Crane. Ooh, a Halloween classic
0: tale. I remember watching that video when I was a kid about the story of Ichibod Crane.
1: Well, yes and no. You see, being who I am, I get to see more of the picture than most. So I thought the living might appreciate hearing a side of this tale, as you say, for how it really went down. Fantastic. All right. Well, here we go.
2: Everybody knows about Sleepy Hollow. You think you know the story, but you don't. The truth may surprise you, may make you wise to an alternative. Let me tell you, my friends, Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane, He was so afraid of a pumpkin for brains. Where we left off, he skedaddled on Katrina. Last time, anybody, anybody seen him. Maybe he moved or tried to hide. He just came. Oh, oh did, oh, did. He, cried. he cried, Oh did he really meet the headless horseman that night Ikke bad crane, ikki crane, ikka icky, ikke ikka ick crane, ikka crane, ikka crane. crane, he was so afraid of a punk of brains. brain Ichabod ran, ran, ran for his life But the horseman pulled up there right by his side Said, done with this gig, I'm looking to retire Heard that you can write, are you available for hire? Yeah! (laughs) Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Crane Ichabod Crane He became friends with the pumpkin for brains Behold the boys
1: woah hot
2: together now The legend Of Sleepy Hollow has just become a New York Times bestseller. Icky and Headless Under Beach Umbrellas sending postcards to Brahm and Katrina while sitting on the sand drinking coconut martina. One, <laughs> two, three, four. Ichabod crane, Bird Crane. Icky Crane. Icky, 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 icky Crane. Icky Crane. Icky Crane crank, icky by crank, kick, kick, icky by crank, crane, icky by crank, he became rich with the pumpkin for brain He became rich
0: with the pumpkin for brain. He became rich with the pumpkin for brains. Pumpkin for brains. Pumpkin for brains. <laughs> wow, holy cow I'm speechless. First of all, childhood me is trying to
1: rebuild all the pieces
0: of of this and what I thought I knew about it.
1: I'm here for you in your time of brokenness.
0: Thanks, Death. So so the Headless Horseman
1: and Ichabod are literally just chilling on a beach somewhere now? Yep. Before they released the book, they invested a bunch of money into everything pumpkin-related. And they've been laughing ever since. Wow.
0: Clever cats. I gotta ask, because I didn't at the time, but how did you get the Sleepy Hollow Boys to make it to the recording session? I mean, like, how are they even still alive?
1: Well, they may not be as limber as they used to, but they never stopped singing. Music keeps the living young, you know? (laughs) Well, you would be the one to know, so... There
0: you have it, folks, straight from the eminence of death. That music is amazing for vitality. (laughs) So cool. Well, last year, your interview was such a hit with the Right Songs You Love listeners, and the Q&A segment was particularly special. So I wanted to open that up again this year. And I got a ton of responses. So would you be down to answer a few of those?
1: Does a one-legged duck swim in a circle?
0: I'm gonna take that as a yes, so here here we go. So first of all, John says, do you ever get any me
1: time? Well, John, it goes to say for any being in all existence, no matter what you're doing, no matter how many souls you have to shuttle between realms, it's, it's always important to have a little me time and to recharge your batteries. So yes, I like me time. Yeah, self-care is so important, obviously
0: even for death. So let's go into the next one here. Rachel, as uh, asking, or just saying, I heard your interview last year and I love your recordings. I noticed differences in the way you sound vocally though. What is your real voice?
1: However you're hearing my voice is how your mind deems it best fit for you to hear. As a demonstration, it can sound like this.
2: Or this?
1: But ultimately, your soul chooses your default filter. Wow, that's amazing. I agree. It's always a surprise to find out about all the different ways humans hear and perceive me well on that note i'd like to go over to steve's question he's got a few
0: actually so the first one is why is death so feared and maybe i'll add these in succession so that's the first one why are people so afraid of letting others go and isn't death as natural as birth
1: It actually depends a lot on where you live in the world, and what beliefs you grew up in. Some people celebrate me, throw festivals in my honor, for example, and hold me very fondly in their hearts. In other locations, my image has been abused for the wrong reasons, and in the recent century, to increase the box office buck. Some make the case that fear sells more than friendship, and that's unfortunate in my mind. As for the fear of letting go of others, similarly, it really depends on the atmosphere one is raised in, but often is rooted stronger in regret. Loss of a loved one is that much harder to handle if someone feels they didn't take the chance to express or do something with the one who was lost and that can be very difficult to accept and live with so best to say what you need to say and do what you wish to do with your loved ones while you've got the chance
0: yeah thanks for answering that in such depth it brings up the idea of conversation about you in general and and justina asked if you had heard of the death cafe movement
1: I'm very familiar with the death cafe movement. It's actually growing quite a bit around the world. The interesting thing is that it isn't necessarily people talking about me. It's people getting together to connect about life and their lives. Something that is dramatically enhanced by a brush or a glimpse of me. I truly appreciate the growing numbers of humans progressing to see me as a reminder to live more fully than a being to be feared. As far as I'm concerned, these cafes are a very good thing. Maybe one day I'll get to play some music for them. Very
0: cool. Yeah. I think any any conversation about this that can be handled in an in a open space, in a comfortable space is good. So. So here's the second question. What do you think about being associated with the devil or nightmares?
1: It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, to be honest. I mean, sometimes the devil and I share the same snack tray in the existential office on holidays, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Nightmares are of an entirely different realm and really exists to challenge humans to become more aware of their fears so that they can overcome them. I'd actually highly recommend watching the Netflix show titled The Sandman for more clarification. I even made an appearance there. I saw it I, and I thought that show was
0: really intriguing for lots of reasons. So, But besides that, have you gotten into acting now too?
1: There was no acting there that was a snapshot in the existence of me okay well
0: thanks for going into that let's uh let's get into some more questions here andre asks why did you take my cat
1: i don't actually take anyone or anything i am a companion and a guide when existence on the earthly plane comes to an end and direction is required for the next steps it may be helpful for Andre to hear that. I do fondly remember his cat, that it was sad to leave him and that it was very affectionate.
0: Well, thanks, Andre, for that question and special to hear more about your role and, and how that works. And and you have a particular affinity for cats, don't you?
1: Cats are incredibly special beings and yes, they hold a unique place in what you would imagine to be my heart, particularly Black Cats. My second newest song I'm about to release soon is actually about that, in fact. Right on. Okay, well, let's give that one a spin. Here we go. This
0: is Black Cats.
2: Black Cats. Get a bad rap. Cats, they don't like that. They've been singled out for centuries by superstitious mysteries simply for the color of their fur. Yet somehow these little cats endure. Well, black appreciate a good scratch. And black cats are entitled to that. Hunted against their wishes because they're besties with the witches which are women of intelligence and know-how. Both of which deserve to freely prowl dark magic, which in hindsight is quite tragic, cause we very well may not have had the play if black cats were left unto their ways. Black cats are boundless, sources of love. Deep in the blood. But if you're not careful with a black cat, a black cat will scratch back. There's no wrath worse than a kitten's armed with furry murder mittens. So don't gamble with or trifle with their trust. Because a black cat will end you if it must. Yes, a black cat will end you if it must. So shower all the black cats with love.
0: Yes, oh jeez, I gotta tell you how much I enjoyed working on the song with you. For those listening, the cat voices in there actually belong to that of our very own cat named Pippin. Full name is Pippin Mandalorian Kelly Avril, and he is indeed a black cat. So we are super proud for for baby parents and are excited to celebrate his uh, recording debut.
1: Yes. Pippin was a champ in the studio, and I was honoured he felt up to contributing his voice. Black cats really have experienced a lot of prejudice over the course of history, still to this very day. It's because of superstition, countless numbers of black cats have been killed for their wrongly applied associations to the dark realms. They also are among the least likely to be adopted and cared for because of this, and often are sought out as props for Halloween, only to be discarded once the novelty is over. This is an aspect of humanity I will never understand. It shows up with race, gender, varied beliefs, and so much more. This song is my small expression that I, death, Look down on this behavior and challenge humans to live with more respect for all beings. Well,
0: thank you for sharing that. I, I actually have an ancestor that was killed in the Salem witch trials in the late 1600s. She was later exonerated about 18 years after that, but not a lot of good that did.
1: Well, she was brave, courageous, confident and a demonstration of strength to the very end. Well,
0: that leads me into the next question. Uh, Vicki asked, what's it like on the other side? Is it beautiful?
1: It's a bit of a complicated answer, as it implies there is an afterlife You see, life doesn't actually stop and start. Even though a person's physical body dies, life doesn't end. And similar to the way you all hear my voice differently, the perceived beauty that one individual sees is based more on the balance of what was done with their earthly time. It's like what you would think of as a mathematical equation of sorts, except The variables are linked more to expression, integrity, meaningful action or experiences and compassion. Hmm. Well, I think a good follow up to that would be
0: Diane's questions here. So she's got a few. So she's saying once we are dead, what is the ride like to the heavens? Like, do some people get first class seats or can we arrange for this ahead of time? Is it a bumpy road, and how are the weather conditions determined?
1: Every decision, every action, is a deposit in some way to all of these, even the weather. The more courageous and kind your actions, the closer you'll arrive to what your desired path will be. As a result, I've seen more modes of transport than I can count. (laughs)
0: Hmm. In a slightly related way, here's some questions from Shara: When you die, do you get to choose where you go? Or do you have to go through specific levels like a game? I.e. can I review my life like chapters or can I eat a turkey or are you on a soul's learning course? Also, can I opt out of reincarnation? I want to help but would prefer to do so from a distance
1: well to go back to do you get to choose where you go that actually is entirely out of my hands and out of my understanding like i've said before i i held shuttle to the appropriate destination and what happens there is an entirely the soul's unique experience so i wish i could give you more information on that but in terms of wanting to help, I think trusting what you feel is the right course to move is always the best option.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I've wondered about this a lot actually, from just experiences since my dad died. There's been times where I feel like, well, like he's he's been very much a part of what I've been doing or or almost turning dials that are helping me in some way or just the way things have come together or certain coincidences that have happened feel very much like his fingerprint is on it. And, and in some ways I feel like I've come to look at what maybe the next stage is somewhat like an arcade when you can, you know, get a bunch of tokens and, and you have a certain amount of tokens to still play in the, in the living world, but you choose when those moments are. And, and, uh, but maybe you only get so many, so I'm not sure. But do you have anything you could say on that?
1: When you get into the variety of realms at play, there are all different types of being interacting and engaging in many levels of universal fabric at the same time. And similar to galactic orbits in the way that planets orbit a sun, and creates different seasons. There's different opportunities where souls in a different state can interact in different planes. So perhaps that might be what you're experiencing. And yes, there are totally situations where souls can support, encourage, or offer something that they want to offer when these chances come up periodically. Hmm. Fascinating. Well,
0: Mike, Mike has, a, has a question here. It says, any second thoughts on not allowing me to cross over?
1: Well, simply I can say that that wasn't me that allowed or didn't allow you to come through. There is something lingering in your life not yet complete. And if you've ever read the book Illusions by... Richard Bach, there's a saying in there that has to do with if you're ever wondering if your life's purpose is complete, if you're still alive, it's not.
0: Hmm. So a little bit more search and a little bit more particular work to do, hey? It has to be. Okay, well, Mike appreciates that. He actually has one more question And uh, he says, what are your thoughts on Cowbell?
1: I actually have come to quite appreciate Cowbell, made specifically known by the Blue Oyster Cult and Saturday Night Live, that the whole message of the song where Cowbell has become a feature and the more Cowbell phrase has really become popular is for a song called Don't Fear the Reaper so i always hold a special place in my being for those who who promote that people don't need to be afraid of me
0: (laughs) awesome well really appreciate you taking the time for all these questions we've got a few more to go through so let's keep going so we got lisa dunn she's asking have you been working on that song about life and you i hear your friends
1: Oh, for sure. And it's been an absolute delight. Life is actually my BFF. And we're actually working on a song together. So look for that to come out in February. Amazing.
0: Does that mean that you're going to be releasing music more often than just once a year?
1: It does. And I am ecstatic about it.
0: Exciting. Well, I can't wait. I'm just thrilled to be able to see what you come to the table with next So maybe this would be a good follow up here too. Paul's asking, does death really love death metal? Or is there another style preferred like somber dirges or upbeat trance music?
1: I like any music that is rooted in some form of expression. That's what music is for. And the more humans find ways of expressing themselves, the better your plane of existence will be it's when you bottle up your emotions that problems occur.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Paul's follow-up question here too is like, do you ever change your robe? And do you have like a dressy version for going out to dinner or do you ever wear colors or just shades
1: of black? Yeah, but not in the way Paul's describing. What you see as colors or dressy, I exhibit as energetic vibration. It all comes down to vibe.
0: Well, Pharrell was saying, how do you determine what emotions
1: you're feeling? Well, similar to Paul's previous question, it's it's vibration-based. And there's something really special about how that has an effect on those around you and how you feel within your own being. So it's something to pay attention to and take note of how you're vibing with yourself in any scenario. Wow. Well, here's a little
0: bit of a different question. Uh, Judy is saying, what were your influences when you were a
1: child? Hmm, good one. Well, in the early stages of my formation, I found myself particularly observing and taking in inspiration from all forms of beings. And no matter what kind of life form... I studied to try to understand. I found myself particularly inspired by mothers. Mothers just have this way of innately nurturing and having a welcome receiving presence and for my line of work and what I do and how I am to show up for those in their periods of transition, that's what I wanted to model. Ma?
0: Very cool. Very, very cool. So let's go over to Bill. Uh, Bill is asking, what do you regret?
1: Every once in a while, I regret inventing the concept of regret. It tends to hold humans back from so much in life, but then again, it is also the exact and only thing that creates motivation to change. Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. Well, karen,
0: Karen's karen got a few here, and she actually had contributed some more information in the discussion about the Death Cafe. So if anyone is interested in that, go check that out. Her and uh, Justina had a really interesting back and forth about where it started in the UK and how it's come over to the US and a variety of other places. So, But Karen's asking some other questions. She's saying, do you ever get bored of doing the same thing all the time? What do you do for hobbies? Have you ever been out on a date? <laughs> What's your favorite place to vacation? Do you get
1: vacations? That's quite a few questions, Karen. Hi, by the way. So, Michael, I believe it was your father who said, Boredom is simply an abundance of energy and a lack of imagination, correct?
0: <laughs> yep. I, I only remember saying as a kid, that I was bored once. And and my dad sat me down and he made me write out a list of all the things I could be doing that I liked. And at the same time, he also wrote down a list of all the things he could give me to do, none of which I liked, <laughs> if I said I was bored. And he had this kind of thing, he's like, well, if you can't find something to do, then I'll give you something to do. So I can't really say that I've been bored ever since.
1: Well, there you go. Boredom is a choice. As for Karen's other questions regarding hobbies and dates and vacations, music has actually been one of the first things that I've ever really done for myself, so it's opening up a new door to all the different things that are available, and I'm finding it quite fascinating one of those things being dates. I've never been on a date. So maybe that will be something I'll look forward to down the road and perhaps on a vacation. Many of these things may happen at the same time. Well, that's awesome.
0: I think it's really cool that you're getting the chance to to get out and experience all the cool things there is to experience as well. So amazing. All right. So Lily, Lily didn't have a question. She was just wanting to express how much she appreciates everything that you do and what you bring. And she just said she wanted to make sure that you got her new address and to say that she's a huge fan and really appreciate your wisdom.
1: Right on, Lily. Congrats on the new digs. I know this is going to be a special chapter for you. I agree. I can't
0: wait for the day, actually, that Lily comes on this podcast to share some of her story because I think the audience would... Really, really appreciate her take on things and just her her awesome energy or as you as vibe as you say.
1: Everything's vibe.
0: <laughs> well, let's uh, I actually think we're coming up to one of the last questions here. We got Roberta and she's saying, do you eat? She said, she learned that angels eat in good omens. What is your favorite place or places and why? So there's a couple questions. do you eat? and some things about places, so how would you respond to that?
1: Well, this might be a good opportunity to share one of my favorite songs from last year's EP called When You're Dead. It makes comment on some of those questions, so why not answer in a song?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right, let's cue it up. Here comes When You're Dead. Oh! When you're dead. show up late to
2: parties and twist off your head when you're, dead, when you're dead you can float around from place to place you don't pay any rent when you're dead when you're dead there are no more expectations to be met when you're dead when you're dead when you're dead, when you're dead. what he said and when you're dead All the dogs will kill to be your friends Cause when you're dead you're dead. You're just a walking bag of bones for all of them to fetch You can eat dessert all day Because you can't be overfed When you're dead When you're dead Oh, when you're dead for you to say goodbye. You could be planted as a tree, turned into fishy coral reef, or exploded in the sky. You could be pressed onto vinyl, plasticized for science, or frozen with hopes of being revived when you die. When you die, when you die. When you die. There are so many ways for you to live your life While you're alive Do the things you want to Don't be careless with your time Because the sun never sets upon an ocean of regret So spend your money Because there's nothing left to spend When you're dead When you're dead When you're dead When you're Fred, when you're When you're dead, when you're dead.
1: When you're dead.
0: dead. Yeah, that's that's gotta be one of my favorites of, of the ones we worked on so far. So great to hear that again. And Roberta, I hope that answered some of your questions. Well, we're we're coming to the end here, and I wanna respect your eternity. So could you hint at what's coming up for you before we close off today?
1: Of course. First of all, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge just my discovery of new friendships and collaborations and going back to the Ichabod Crane song is I co-wrote that one with a lovely soul named Marissa de Blasio. And we wrote Creepy Little Creeps last year together and and there's just more and more people that I'm also collaborating with. And I just think that's, that's a place that my music is really moving more into the community and friendship and seeing connection to all other beings. Black Cats, for example, was written with this type of space. So that's what I'm going out and about with a little bit more now. And I'm actually excited to say I've got a couple of shows coming up. I actually have one where I will be physically performing in the earthly plane in Kelowna, B.C. on Sunday afternoon. So if anybody happens to be in that region that is listening to this, get in contact with Michael for information and details on that. For those who can't be in that space and time, I'm going to be performing live or dead in an online show on Monday evening at 9 p.m. Pacific time. So that's going to be a first ever performance of death on Zoom. So if you want information on that, also reach out to Michael for the appropriate links. Otherwise... These two songs, these two new songs, Ichabod Crane and Black Cats, will be available very shortly on Bandcamp and maybe some of the other streaming services, but for most of it, if you can be there with me in some capacity to experience them live, that's that, that would be the best thing and my request to anybody listening. So, in general, look for more music throughout the year from me and my friends and and actually your your pal chris bradley from produce like a boss has a a great motto of create release repeat and i'm trying to take that to my grave (laughs) Well, all
0: of this just makes me so happy. I I can't tell you how excited I am for, for the performances coming up and just all the new music and just these chances to work on this with you. And I really appreciate your time. The community appreciates your time answering all the questions and being here to share. So just all the best with everything going forward. And for anyone, again, interested in those shows, feel free to message me if you want to come to the in-person one or the live session that will actually be on Halloween night at 9 p.m. Pacific. Just send me a message and I will get you the information. So Can't wait for more music from Death down the road. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your eternity.
1: Right back at ya.
0: Well, there you go, everybody. That was Death. And if you want to find Death's previous recordings, look up Songs by Death, either on Bandcamp or Spotify, and these new recordings will be coming up soon. So hope you have an amazing Halloween with whichever you do. Maybe we'll see some of you out at some of these events, but otherwise we've got some really, really exciting guests coming up. And I know I say that cause I guess I just get excited about the people that come on to share. So we've just got great guests coming on soon and I'm gonna have some more songwriting challenges and suggestions and fun stories for you over the next month of November. So stay tuned for that and enjoy yourselves. <laughs>